Welcome to Trace T Podcast, Episode 21, Marriage Speed Bumps. When in a marriage, you would when you begin your marriage, you would like to be to think that it is going to be smooth sailing. And most of the time, that is the fairy tale. And that is the honeymoon stage where everything feels good. You know, because you all had the wed- the great wedding, you had the nice honeymoon, and you feel like, okay, let's get ready to start our lives. And it starts out really good because it seems that you two are starting off on the same page. Hopefully you all have discussed like the expectations of how you want the marriage to go. But throughout the marriage, at different times, you go through what I call speed bumps. Meaning, you know how you go over a speed bump, you go boop boop, you're like, okay. But everything is still in its, you know, original form. Nothing has really changed. Just, you know, needed to make an amends and you all are still going. But you know how sometimes you can go over a speed bump and it's like you go over a speed bump and then you didn't know it was that deep? Those are the speed bumps I want to talk about in this episode. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So in marriage, you know, it starts off as pretty perfect. I'm hoping that you didn't decide whether male or female to marry someone and thinking that whatever the issues were when you were boyfriend and girlfriend somehow got better because it will not. It only gets worse. Like if you thought, well, if I go ahead and marry her, maybe she won't take these timeouts and go cheat or he won't take these timeouts and go cheat. Most of the time, that is their issue and that's something that they need to work through before agreeing to marry them, male or female. You know, so when I'm talking about the the speed bumps, it does not include, you know, basic human behavior. And what I call basic human behavior is like someone who's a cheater and who has always been a cheater. And somehow you think miraculously that's going to change them. Is there a slither of hope that it could? Yeah. But there's usually a reason behind the cheating. Or you're not dealing with someone who has an addiction that they have not addressed, whether it's, you know, drug abuse or gambling or, you know, overspending. You know, that's their thing that they do. It doesn't get better with marriage. If anything, it gets exposed and magnified. It's like, to me, you know, so to me, that's basic human behavior. That's something that each individual needs to tackle before they take something that's, um, something that's, you know, a huge step or, you know, a, yeah, a huge step. Because if your marriage is going to last, it is going to evolve. And that evolvement is you as individual people, you know, you evolve. 
So when you are taking, you know, that plunge and getting married, hopefully you're talking about and you've discussed, like, how is that going to look? You know, like everybody bring their expectations to the table. Like he could say, you know, what I want in my wife is someone who is taking care of home, you know, who is looking, you know, when I get home, I get, a, you know, a, a good hot meal and your attention. And what I'm going to do in return is I'm going to provide so that you don't have to worry about anything materialistically. And then when we come home, it's about us. We're in our cocoon, you know, and if that's the agreement that you all have, then that's, that's great. That's a good first step because you're both on the same page. Or maybe the thing is, you know, we're both going to work. So we're both going to have to do the household work because household work is work. And the thing about household work, like if you're a stay-at-home mom, then your job never stops. That's a given. And hopefully you're paying attention to that you're always going to have things to do. Always. And that's the difference between having a, working outside of the home is that you actually get, you know, to leave work at work and then be in your home space. So let's say you both decided that you both are going to work and you both are going to do household work, meaning laundry, cleaning, um, cooking, washing dishes, cooking and washing dishes, because that seems like, you know, what I do most of the time when I'm at home is cook, wash dishes, cook, wash dishes. It's crazy. But that's the reality of life. That's the reality of married life is those mundane a task has to be done. So what's the agreement? Because if I'm working 40 hours and you're working 40 hours and then we're going home, we're both tired, right? By the time we get home, depending on the work day and the work that we do. So what does that look like? That needs to be established. And then once you decide, okay, now it's time to have kids, then what is that new life going to look like? You know, that's a speed bump right? That's a marriage speed bump. That's an evolvement of the relationship when you decide to bring kids into the equation. What does that look like? Take a step back and you all discuss it. That is the ideal, you know, conversation and the progression in which relationships should work. But what if you already have kids? So that relationship needs, I mean, that discussion needs to happen beforehand. And if you decide, okay, you know, he's saying, you know, I really am growing our business. If you're an entrepreneurial, you know, couple, we have enough time. We have enough financial stability to where we can maintain with one income. And I really want you to stay at home with the kids. And so she's thinking about it and she wants to give her all in doing that part, being a mom. And she agrees that's you all being on the same page and you know you all are starting that process that's a speed bump where it's like an expected speed bump where you both are you know it's not so big or jarring you all are discussing it and things are progressing in which you all have agreed upon so what happens when eight years down the road she's been at home and she's like 
oh my gosh, I want out. I want to do something else than just take care of the kids. And then another thing that happens eight or nine years down the road is that your kids are older. So the more older they get, the more independent. And she's like, okay, I need something to fill my time. And I want to start this new business. So when you decide that, it actually doesn't, it should not be a one-sided conversation. It actually should include you both coming to agreement to move on to this new evolution of what your family life is going to be about. But what if it's one-sided and he's like, well, we agreed that you were going to stay at home. I was going to always come home to a home-cooked meal. You were going to, you know, do laundry, take care of the kids. Um, He's like, okay, where does that leave that portion? That's the part that needs to be communicated with and agreed upon because a lot of times if you are building a business or you're doing your thing, it leaves a lot of responsibility to go on the the other person the person that's always been the provider, you know, working outside of the home. Now you're trying to work outside of the home. What does that look like? So you two have to come to an agreement on what that's going to look like, or it's going to require you to put the things that you would like to do on a back burner. It just is. You know, because that was the agreement in bringing kids into the equation. So anytime that you are changing what that home life is going to look like, then it's going to involve your kids. It's going to involve your spouse. So if you don't have that buy-in on both places, maybe that's something that you should put off because of timing. Timing is, you know, still being at home, raising your kids and letting them get older. And maybe the scale in which you are doing your new business needs to be set accordingly. You know what I mean? Or maybe you need an assistant so that so much of your home life isn't disturbed. Because, you know, seven or eight years, let's say that's how old the kids are. They still need a lot of your attention, right? You still need to be in it so that you're raising, you know, healthy, balanced-minded kids. You know what I mean? You're not missing their cues on when sometimes things take a turn. So let's say, you know, he's not with that. And you have to accept that because that was the original agreement that you would be in this place. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm saying this, I'm not saying that basic human behavior is in this equation where he's cheating, you know, taking advantage of you being at home and not, you know, in his work circle, but he's actually doing his part. I'm not saying, you know, if it's something that, you know, basic human behavior is involved, then sometimes you have to make a plan to, you know, do what's best for you and the kids. So when I say that you all need to come to this agreement, I'm saying that basic human behavior isn't a, isn't a part of that equation. You know, so it has to be looked at truthfully um, without denial on your part. Okay, so, so another scenario to think about is, you know, maybe 
you know, you're saying you want to start doing your thing and because you feel like you've lost yourself. Well, what do you mean by that? What have you, what do you mean by the fact that you've lost yourself? It can't just be like when you're discussing this with your husband or your wife and you're saying you think you lost yourself. You actually have to give concrete examples and of what it means to you being lost because you still should be able to, you know, still be yourself. And that should be something that your spouse, your husband, or your wife wants. Like you should be able to um, still have your self-care days, you know, where you get to go off and be by yourself. And if you're not, that's something you need to tell him, you know, one or two Saturdays out of the month, I would like to go and do things that are best for me. And that helps me stay in tune with who I am. You see what I'm saying? So when you're having these discussions, it needs to not be very emotional because that does not give... A lot of men don't do well with emotions, with emotional women. They just don't. (laughs) And it's not um, saying it's wrong to be that way, but you need to understand how to communicate effectively with your spouse. And one of the ways in which it is good and effective to work with that is you being direct and clear about the issue. Not emotional, not crying, not all, you know, just being clear and direct with the facts. Because his inclination is to go out and fix that. So you have to give him exactly what it is that you want. And yes, you have to be that exact. You have to be that clear because that is the way that most men receive their information. And then another thing that we can make sure that we're not doing is we have to make sure that what we're (coughs) presenting as an issue is not a personal issue, but it's an issue of the unit, you and him being the unit. You know, you can't have him try to be the answer to issues that you had when, from childhood or issues that you had while you were in school, high school, or, you know, it has to be issues of the day in which he is involved in. Those other issues from childhood traumas, childhood chaos, you know, high school traumas, you know, college, whatever, that needs to be something that you handle for yourself, you unpack, you understand. So when you're here in this relationship with him, you are speaking from where you are today. You see what I'm saying? So things like, you should be making me happy. (laughs) That to me is the craziest and most insane statement to make and to expect of your spouse. The union should make you happy, meaning that, you know, it gives you that satisfaction, you know, of you all working together, building together, working together. That's what, that's a form of what can make, what makes you happy. But your happiness 
really depends on you because nobody can give you the happiness that you want in the way that you want it besides yourself. You see what I'm saying? So to expect him to make you happy, well, what is it about what he's doing that's not making you happy? That could be a major speed bump because you're putting your expectations of your own happiness on this other person. And what happens if this is how he's always been, but how he's doing it is not making you happy? Well, you've got to dissect and figure out what part of it is not making you happy. Is it that he seems to be taking advantage of your constant hard work? Because when you're a housewife, you're taking care of the home, um, and you're the only one doing the cooking, the cleaning, the washing dishes, taking care of the kids, that's a lot of work. And on top of that, if you both are working and that's the way you all started, that's the way you all have been, you need to ask him, and present to him and tell him how much work it takes. And then it's on your spouse to understand that. You know, yeah, you used to cook and clean and, you know, wash clothes on the weekends when you, it was just you two, but the dynamics has changed. So that's why I was saying, like, when you all are, decide to have kids, then, you know, there needs to be understanding that he's going to have to do more work. and taking care of you all's home life. You know, like maybe what he does three days out of the week is actually bring home takeout. That's excellent because that really does help. And you know, you know, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know, he's going to bring home takeout. That's his part in contributing in lightening the home life load. And that helps, you know, and maybe that could be a suggestion in which he can help you. Like when you say, you know, this is a lot, me taking care of the kids, working full time and then coming home and having to make sure their homework is done, making sure everybody has a meal and then clean clothes. That's a lot of work. And what could help me in this is, you know, A, B and C, like bringing home food three times out of the week because those are the days in which the kids have a lot of homework and they may need help, right? Or, you know, now with homeschooling, maybe what you could do when you get home is the, you know, if I'm staying at home now because that's what the COVID life looks like and I'm helping them with their online learning and if they have homework, maybe that's the part that you could do. Because it is a lot. And if you have a spouse who does not see that, then you need to figure out a way so that he can see it. And he does appreciate. And, you know, you have to stand on that. And it's easy to stand on something that is truth. Right? Not something that you've made up concrete evidence and you're giving it to him. Right? And so my part, if I'm presenting this information, is to stay consistent. And making sure that he understands that this is what helps, you know, the unit move as one. And if you have someone who doesn't um, buy into or, you know, feel like, oh my gosh, I hate to say this, but some men do feel like that's woman's work. 
no, that's how a family works. And he needs to get that through his head. So that's the conversations you need to have that helps you with the evolving of your marriage. Like a lot of people say, well, you know, love is the most important thing in a marriage. Well, the most important thing in a marriage to me is flexibility. Is loving me enough and being flexible enough to allow me to evolve as a human. And that's the same thing that I give to you. You know, because when we're evolving, we don't know what the future holds. But you need your partner to be someone who is flexible enough to change with the evolving of the family unit. That's very important. And there are telltale signs that you have to be aware of that you don't have a male partner who will, or, you know, whatever your partner, whether it's male or female, you don't have a partner who is flexible. Like some of the women's expectations of men, especially if they're, you know, a provider and they're well off, their way of living is the expectation that she puts on her spouse. And that is something that she's not willing to give. And that's something that you need to recognize before you take that step. You have to understand, okay, this is her way of living because maybe, you know, her parents are rich and, you know, she's got her college degree, but she's really looking for someone who can keep that elevation, you know, materialistically and not have the, you know, financial woes on her. Then you need to realize that that's that partner and that's who she is. And, you know, if that's something you're like, yep, that's something that I want to do, then that's fine. And that's that expectation. But you have to realize if she's flexible enough, because maybe instead of working 65 hours, you actually want to go to 50 hours. And if you're a professional, you're not getting paid hourly wages. That's just, you know, what's required for you to do the job. You have to see what kind of partner you have. Does she have that flexibility to where she's okay with you not taking that VP job and you staying where you are? You know, or is she trying to, or, you know, does she want more? Does she, does she want you to spend more time at home? And what does that time at home looks like financially? So you all have to talk about those. Those are our marriage speed bumps. And most of the evolving that happens in a marriage, some things, most things you can't see. So that's why flexibility to me is one of the most important things in the marriage is a give and go. You know, it's, you know, me coming 100%, you coming 100% and we being in this marriage and us discussing when speed bumps are coming because you can see speed bumps coming, but you have to be clear in explaining to your partner what those speed bumps are so that they too can get prepared and look at the speed bumps that are coming. That's what's required in marriage is that's, you know, another important thing is communication and being honest and being clear about who you are. So when you all are having discussions, he's not discussing an issue that you had before. You all are actually discussing the issues of today. You know, the issues of before, like childhood traumas and all that, that needs to be covered by you. So what are you doing to ensure that your partnership, which is the marriage, is working? And are you preparing 
your spouse for the speed bumps that you see are coming your way so that he's aware and vice versa, right? Speed bumps that he sees are coming. Is he making his wife aware or is he trying to keep her life easy going, which a lot of husbands do, and you're not communicating with her on what you see speed bumps are coming. You know, it's a lot of responsibility to take care of a family and be the main provider, source of income for your family. But that should not negate you being honest and open with your wife. You know, maybe instead of buying the kids shoes this month, it's actually something that it needs to wait a month. So that communication is key. And that is not you relinquishing your control of being a provider. It's you keeping her in the loop because you all are partners in this. You are, and more, more importantly, you are partners who are loved by one another. You know, that's what, like, honesty, um, trustworthiness, faithfulness all falls under the umbrella of love. And, you know, if, so you all create the, the relationship that you want. That's what should be the goal is being honest and building the relationship that you want. So in closing, the thing about handling marriage speed bumps is you being aware of potential setbacks that it could cause and being honest when you first see it coming. Like don't sweep it under the rug in thinking that it's something that your partner would not accept. You don't know that. Give them the opportunity to step up and be and do what's necessary for the relationship to work. Have faith in them. Be honest. Even when you, you know, even when it could be something that, number one, maybe you don't want to face, and that's okay, but they deserve your honesty. So be upfront about it. Because the thing about, you know, speed bumps that happen in the evolving of a marriage is that it never really gets done away with if it's not addressed. It sometimes only gets worse and then we look for other things that will help mask the speed bump that you saw coming. You know what I mean? You try to mask it or avoid it or be in denial about it. It does not go away. It will not be fixed until you both face it. And what you want to do is handle those speed bumps so that when it comes, you know, your spouse sees it coming and understands what's happening. Because what can happen is you'll pull in outside people to fix a problem or an issue that you two should nurture and figure out together. You know what I mean? Like when you are feeling lonely or, you know, not connected to the union, 
that you two have, well, how do you know your spouse isn't feeling the same thing? That is a speed bump that needs to be addressed because it does not get better on its own. Because what if, you know, she or he or she doesn't see that, then they're just going about life as you all live it. You know what I mean? And she doesn't see the split. So you should bring it up and say, you know, this is how I'm feeling. Do you feel that way? And then you all can dig in and see why you're feeling that way. But things have to be addressed. You know, don't, that's the thing about marriage speed bumps. Don't think that they're go away on their own. They usually never do. More than likely, they're not going to go anywhere until it's addressed by both of you. So just keep that in mind when you're in a marriage and over time it's changing. I've been married going on 21 years in February and the evolvement of our marriage has been some things that I didn't see when we first got married, but we talked about it and it got better and it only gets better when you really talk about it and you are clear about the issue that you have. Like, what is it that you're seeing where this speed bump may be major? Or, you know, even if it's a small one, take care of it. Because it can roll into a big thing. You know what I mean? Things do not, in relationships, things do not get better on their own. What happens is you get okay with settling for whatever that issue is. But what if it was just a simple conversation and it got resolved? So believe in your spouse or believe in your, your union that you all can handle this speed bump and be, you know, honest about it. So thank you so much for joining me um, on Trace T Podcast. Episode, I think this is episode 21, um, which is interesting all on its own, but it's called Marriage Speed Bumps. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.